The wait is over. Ryan Day has announced who will be the starting quarterback week one for the Buckeyes against the Indiana Hoosiers, and it will be Kyle McCord. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, August 30th in the year 2023. And this episode is brought to us by our good friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase during today's episode we will discuss how this announcement impacts Devin Brown and another edition of stock up stock down as we go into the Buckeyes first game of the regular season but first the announcement is out Kyle McCord equals QB1 versus Indiana that not if it was Kyle McCord or Devin Brown or even Tristan Jebbia. My thought about the Buckeyes in this game is the Buckeyes can win the game against Indiana with any of those three quarterbacks. So I wasn't worried about does the right guy need to play for the Buckeyes to win. I was not. The Buckeyes can use any three guys out there in a starting role and win the game. However, we have been waiting for a long time. Could have gone longer, didn't want to. In regards to how long we wanted, we waited to find out who the starting quarterback would be. I didn't really think Ryan Day would announce the starting quarterback on a Tuesday during the press conference. I didn't think so. During the offseason, they utilized a two-field system during practice, and Ryan Day even said we can do ones and twos and threes and even fours in some cases to get a lot of guys reps primarily focused on who the signal caller would be. Kyle McCord. Or Devin Brown. Kyle McCord goes into his third year as a quarterback, collegiate quarterback at Ohio State. And I'm excited for the future of this young man being at Ohio State. I firmly believe, and I've been saying it for a while, and I'm not going to change my 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 thoughts about this one. I firmly believe the guy that's going to be the starting quarterback for the Buckeyes is Kyle McCord throughout the season. I'm not naive enough to say that. Devin Brown won't start a game. I don't believe that's I, I can see that easily happening, even though that's probably not what I would do, the, the decision I would make. I easily see a scenario where Ryan Day says, Devin Brown, you might start a game. Competition rolls on in a week two and a week three, and we figure out who the best guy is going into the game against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. But Kyle McCord for his career, the numbers don't really tell you what we're going to get this season. Um, 70%, 71% completion percentage, 606 passing yards, 10.4 yards per attempt. Um, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Like the numbers don't really tell you what you're going to get. So the career numbers are there. But I do think you get a few things. You get a leader, which I do believe, and I'll say over and over and over, you need a leader, not just a leader, but the right leader for the team going into that season. Not only a leader, you're getting a guy with a big arm, a pocket-passing quarterback. Isn't that what Ryan Day wants from his quarterbacks? You have three different kinds of quarterbacks in Dwayne Haskins 
and Justin Fields to C.J. Stroud. The guys that won starting roles under Ryan Day's watch while Ryan Day has been a coach at Ohio State. What can all three of them do? Throw the football very, very, very well. Easily. That's an easy statement to make. These guys can't throw the football very well. And ultimately, that's what you want. On the outside, you got you got uh, Mecca Abuka, Julian Fleming, Marvin Harrison Jr., maybe a little Jaden Ballard, maybe a little Carnell Tate, maybe Brendan Ennis. Like, you may get a scenario where you're playing four, five, maybe six, and I would not go that high, but there's a possibility that the Buckeyes might have that happen in the season. Great. You have talented receivers on the outside. You have a guy who's a leader in Kyle McCord. You have a guy who has a big arm in McCord as well. Well, also, what do you have? A guy who has been consistent. And when Ryan Day made the announcement that Kyle McCord will be the starter against Indiana, he made this statement about Kyle McCord. Quote, Kyle has done a great job over the last two weeks of showing consistency. Now, remember when I said the numbers and the statistics for his career don't really tell you what we're going to get this season. That's true. Like, I don't put much stock into saying he had a 71% or has a 71% completion percentage during his first two years at Ohio State being the quarterback. Mainly, that's in a backup role. I am not going to come out here and say, oh, that tells me what he's going to be as QB1 for the Buckeyes. That doesn't tell me anything. But for Ryan Day to use that word consistency, there's a lot of times we say on this show consistency is key when we go through and discuss the consistency that is needed and that a player needs to bring to the field and to display for his coaches and for his teammates getting over the last two weeks and when fall camp has been ramped up you have scrimmages on the weekend he was graded out as a champion after one of those scrimmages this is a good sign of what you want from a qb1 ryan they also said that when a guy wins the job that a guy needs to have the it factor. If everything is even, if everything is even across the board, the starting quarterback, the guy that wins the job has to have that it factor. We've described it here on the show. I know guys in in high school that had the it factor. I see guys on TV that have it. I can't always define it. I just know what it is when I see it. And I do believe if this is how things are now, there's a good chance that Kyle McCord has it when he's on the football field. And I do believe it's a great thing for the Buckeyes offense. Ryan Day also said the, a few more things uh, about Kyle McCord. Quote, the young man responded with some really consistent play, end quote. A lot of the things, if we're going to keep saying the thing about McCord will be consistency, I like it. Like, if you're saying he's been consistent now, that's great. No, that needs to translate to the game film against Indiana, against Youngstown State, against Western Kentucky, against Notre Dame, against Purdue, against the Rutgers, against Maryland, against Penn State, against whoever's on the Buckeye schedule, including the team up north. That needs to translate there as well. So consistency is key. Ryan, they did say one of the biggest challenges for McCord will be staying in a mentality where he's not looking over his shoulder and worried about what Brown is doing next, but also just staying focused on what he is doing. Quote, it isn't about anything else other than other than winning the game. They're going to get the same play talking about McCord and Brown. 
they're going to get the same game plan, end quote. <laughs> they, same game plan, same plays. Why would Ryan Day make that statement? We will discuss that next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. College football season is here. And this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, include, can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football kickoff live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. I'm excited for the football season, and this is a great avenue that the Locked On Podcast Network is providing people like yourself to get all the news you want about the Buckeyes and things going on in and around college football. So we discussed earlier about the quarterback competition and some things going on with Ryan Day announcing that Kyle McCord is QB1. I am ultimately excited about the young man that he gets this opportunity I'm not trying to say it's because I predicted this to happen, but I'm genuinely happy for him. Like, I'm legit. I didn't care if it was Devin Brown, Kyle McCord. Didn't matter who the quarterback was. I had a belief in that young man to be a phenomenal quarterback every time he's on the field. And the same goes for Devin Brown as well. Because many people might be wondering, does this mean Devin Brown is not going to have a chance to win QB1 for the Buckeyes? No, it does not. When Ryan Day said that, quote, Kyle has done a great job over the last two weeks of showing consistency, end quote, he went on to say this about both of these quarterbacks in regards to the game against Indiana, quote, expect both of them to play. We have confidence in both of them, end quote. (sighs) Why, oh, why are we doing this? Now, before I go too deep into why or why are we doing this, I I want to reiterate something else that I've said numerous times. It don't matter if it's McCord or Brown. You should blow out the the Hoosiers. Like, humiliate them, obliterate them. It doesn't matter. IU is not a good football team. So it doesn't matter if it's Brown or McCord. 
they they both should expect to play. Also, is this? I think this is more more Ryan Day saying the battle's not over yet. So I think that statement's twofold. One, you can expect both of them to play. We have confidence in both of them. Great. That's what I want to hear as a quarterback. My coach has confidence in me. Even though I'm not the starter, I still have confidence in my coach's confidence in me when I'm on the field. Great. Cool. That's all fun and dandy. But him saying both of them, you should expect both of them, both of them to play. I already expected both to play, and it didn't matter who QB1 was because by the middle of the third quarter, my expectation is that game should be so out of reach, so far out of reach, that you're already putting in the backup quarterback, maybe even before the halfway point of the third quarter because the team is just out of hand and the Hoosiers can't do anything to overcome the deficit. Also, it's a great opportunity for you to put in backup alignment, play five or more running backs, play six to eight wide receivers, play three to four tight ends, play 10 to 12 defensive linemen. I mean, why am I going so hefty of a number? Four to six linebackers. Why? Because the game should go in the way that allows you to do just that. These are my personal expectations for the game over the weekend. We're going to get a crossover tomorrow with my guy, Jacob Rude, the host of Locked on Hoosiers. And I guarantee the spread being so large, he's probably saying, oh, Hoosiers are bad. Buckeyes cover. Cool. Now, the spread is pretty large. I'm not saying the Buckeyes cover. I'm saying the Buckeyes are going to just demolish the opponents on Saturday. So Jay's saying that we should expect both of them to play. I already believe that. I already believe that um, both are going to play. Now, here's the odd part that I don't always agree with, but I understand where Ryan Day is coming from. Ryan Day said the team will go into each game plan with a plan of how to deploy both quarterbacks, then evaluate after. Quote, what we can't do is ride the roller coaster every drive, every game. <laughs> So Ryan Day's basically saying that there might be an up and down effect, a roller coaster effect of, oh, we're going up this hill. It feels really good. A little anticipation, a little nervous, but it's the first hill, the first hill. We're going, oh, it's a big drop. And that drop, oh, it takes us back up, takes us back up, and oh, another big drop. And oh, no, it's an up and down effect. But isn't that what you expect as a, a guy starting at quarterback for the first time consistently? Kind of an up. It, you're not going to get it. It's rare to get a Dwayne Haskins uh, 2018. It's rare to get a Justin Fields 2019. It's rare to get that. Honestly, the way C.J. Stroud bounced back after he missed that game in the first part of the season in 2021, that was phenomenal because there was talks about an injury. There's also talks about him not really playing the best football regardless of injury. And so I understand all of those things, but... If you're still going into this season working on a two-quarterback system, to Ryan Day's defense, when this came up during the presser, he discussed and said, oh, well, Alabama, they want a natty playing two quarterbacks. One of them being Jalen Hurts got benched at halftime in the national championship game. In comes Tua, touchdown, end of game, game over, Crimson Tide win. He also um, he mentioned... Was it 2014? Yeah, he mentioned 2014. Now, Ryan Day's smart. Ryan Day's very, very smart. He said, think about the last time he won a national championship, 2014. There were three quarterbacks. 
What Ryan Day did not give you in that, if this was a new time where you were talking about and coming into Buckeye football, what Ryan Day didn't tell you is give you all the context, all the context of the 2014 team. Even if you forsake it, forget Alabama winning the Natty, playing two quarterbacks, even in the national championship game. There were two injuries, Braxton Miller and JT Barrett. If there were not injuries, I don't believe there would have been three quarterbacks playing in, in 2014. Now, that's reality that three played, in, or three were possibly, like there was three that were going to. I mean, not. I don't even think Braxton Miller played that year, but there were three guys that maybe, maybe would have played. I don't believe there would have been three. I don't believe there would have been two. I don't. I think it would have been one if nobody got hurt. So keep it in context. That's the one thing about these moments. Ryan Day knows what he said, but Ryan Day also knows this whole story was not out there. So saying three quarterbacks, 2014, great. <laughs> what happened in 2015? Two quarterbacks, that starting time under their belt. Actually, three, honestly, on the team. One of them moved a receiver. One of the three Ryan Day referred to in the 2014 season. The other two in JT Barrett and Cardo Jones. Buckeyes really never settled on the starting quarterback, which is one of the numerous problems with the offense in that season. So, expect a two-quarterback system. Expect to maybe have the Buckeyes roll and try to work with two guys preparing to be a starter in the upcoming season, upcoming game. <sighs> this is going to be an interesting watch all season long. The quarterback battle is not settled permanently, just temporarily, kind of. We know who the starting quarterback is going to be week one's Kyle McCord. We also know that the battle is not over, and Devin Brown better stay locked into it and ready to go because whenever he looks up, the next time he looks up, his number might be called. We went through stock up, stock down a week ago, and we're doing it once again. The Buckeyes play football on Saturday. And the stock watch has not ended, even though the Buckeyes are starting the season this coming weekend. Stock up, stock down. The tradition of this break is not the best. We'll try to do better with the breaks and the transitions coming up next. The Ohio State Buckeyes play the Indiana Hoosiers this Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Catch every snap of the Buckeyes' hometown broadcast with the Sirius XM on the XSXM app. Search Buckeyes. Stock up, stock down. We can go numerous ways with stock up and stock down, but, 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 let's go positive. Let's go stock up first. Go stock down second. One of them is something we've handed at numerous times throughout the show on the stock down side. Another one is something that's more national news or ACC news. It's a little abnormal. Stock up on Kyle McCord being named the week one starter against Indiana. Like, let's just stop there. Stock up on that. That means something to me. Because when I realize that Ryan A does not have to release a depth chart at the Big Ten doesn't require a depth chart be released. In college football, the NCAA tried to. It wouldn't be something that would have to be done. And so since you don't have to do that and you can keep all of these things to yourself, Ryan, it doesn't have to do that. 
But one, he did announce a starting quarterback week one against Indiana. And two, doing it pub- now, announced it publicly. I do believe internally it was probably done prior to that presser on Tuesday. But doing it publicly, that's a vote of public confidence that Ryan Day is displaying for the guy who he just said would be the starting quarterback for the Buckeyes in the fall. Uh, this week, I say in the fall. I, I'm so used to saying in the fall. Yeah, it's almost technically fall on the calendar, but it just seems weird that we're still not where we need to be to say this guy's going to be the starting quarterback for the Buckeyes going forward. Stock up on Kyle McCord being named the, uh, the starting quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Also, stock up on the Buckeyes offense knowing who is going to be the signal caller for them going into the upcoming season. That is huge. That's amazing. Think about what that means for the players involved. Think about what that means for the offensive line, for the receivers. Think about what that means for everybody. Even Ryan Day and Brian Hartline is the OC and Hartline and the head coach of the Buckeyes and Day, but they also calling the plays. The guessing game is over. We are sitting here at a time where we know who the signal caller is going to be, and the Buckeyes offense knows the starters, hey, we ain't got to guess what's going to be called. We ain't got to guess who's calling the shots. If we get in the cuddle, in the in the cuddle, if we get in the huddle, we don't have to guess what is going to be called or stated to us after a particular play. We don't have to guess about all those things. We know who it's going to be. Stock up for the Buckeyes offense. Also, stock up for a couple guys who are going to be starting this week that Ryan Day recently mentioned. One of them is walk-on sophomore kicker Jaden Fielding. And then also Carson Hisman, redshirt freshman center, is going to be starting this weekend as well. Think about this. A walk-on and a kicker who's going to be doing the field goals and the kickoffs. All the kicking outside of the punting will be done by Jaden Fielding. And then Carson Hisman, a guy who all offseason – some were saying Jacob James, Vic Cutler got transferred in. People are saying it's going to be Vic Cutler. And do we move Matthew Jones down to center instead of guard? All these speculations. He kept working. He kept grinding, working and grinding and worked his way into a guy who was going to be starting on Saturday for the Buckeyes and Hensman and fielding stock up to both of you gentlemen as well. Stock down that the QB battle doesn't sound like it's over publicly. Internally, maybe. But when I hear that there's going to be a game plan to deploy both quarterbacks and um, potentially playing two quarterbacks in this weird two QB system, two, two, two thumbs down. Your boy's not a fan of that at, at all. Clip it, put it out there, put it on the YouTube. I don't care. I am not a fan of a two QB system. And I don't care how talented your QBs are. Not a talking about a rhythm and a quarterback needing to get into a rhythm and an athlete in general needing to get into a rhythm when he's out there man think about it you keep rolling you keep doing your your thing and then all of a sudden the script says you come out the other guy comes in and the coach sticks to the script man yes they told you it's going to happen but buddy that does something to you you get back out there three and out and you say hey you should have kept me in you should have kept me in you should have taken me out i know the script says but you should have kept me in Oh, be battle. Just make an announcement. You stick, stick to it. Is it really that? Is it really? A, I, I don't know. It can't be tight. Like, Ryan Day's got this thing really tight to the media. Cool. But is it really that tight? 
Is it? Maybe. But if you see one guy has the it factor and that guy also is being the more consistent guy in practice, give him the rock. Let him cook. Stock, simply a stock down. Just this really abnormal stock watch. Not really saying stock up, stock down, but kind of a wait and see to be determined on how I feel about this. This comes from a report from Brett McMurphy of the Action Network. I'm going to read it, quote, quote, tweet this thing for him, quote, Hey, movie buffs, ESPN will televise ACC football games at movie theaters this fall, along with New Year's Six Bowls and the CFB playoff. In total, about 75 games this fall. What movie would you best just what movie would best describe current state of ESPN or ACC and quote? I am not going to entertain that final question. However, football in a movie theater. It's kind of it's not a game day experience. It's a big screen experience, but man, you can get your popcorn. You can do all these things, restroom breaks, all of that. But also, what what are you getting? A lot of people around you that you don't know who might be in a place in a theater where they think, hey, it's me and my people and nobody else. We're in a public place, but it's probably going to be a little dark in here. We might be a little rowdy, might get a little loud. There's so many things that are a little odd here now, now. Also, for a college football Saturday, if I want to, say, watch multiple games, YouTube TV has a multicam view now back, and I'm glad. Turtles back in the summer in June, but I didn't really watch baseball on multicam view. So here we are, Little League World Series weekend. College football is back. Multicam view is something that I am going to enjoy. However, when I think about a college football Saturday and just the in-home or local experience to my home, I'm trying to watch multiple games or flip back and forth between the Ohio, not really, whatever game. Alabama's playing, if um, Oregon's playing, give me Texas and Sark, uh, give me USC and Lincoln, um, give me Old Miss, uh, and, and like so many different things here. I, I don't know if I really want to go to a movie theater to watch a football game with strangers when I want to watch a lot of games on a Saturday. Yeah, I, I grant it. Like, if it's Columbus, Ohio State is on the big screen, that's one thing. It's also a local area to the school. There's a good chance this could be in numerous areas in the country that don't have a college football school or have, have it's in an area where people are fans of multiple schools in the area. Cool. I'm kind of waiting to make a stock up, stock down prediction on that one or statement on that one. Kind of in the middle. Kind of like, that's eh, a good idea. Would I partake? Is it a stock up? Maybe for the opportunity. Is it a stock down? Maybe for the abnormal situation to watch the game. That's kind of where I sit with that uh, announcement. Out of here on a Wednesday. Two more shows left this week. Looking to get a crossover with my guy, Jacob Rood of Locked On Hoosiers, on here for our enjoyment to discuss what's coming up this weekend. Season opener, Bloomington, Indiana, Memorial Stadium. The Buckeyes go on the road. Should be an easy win. We'll hear about the Hoosiers team. Have they announced a starting quarterback? What's going on with Tom Allen? Who are some newcomers? How good will the defense be? Got a lot of questions from Jacob Rude, and we'll go over the Buckeyes side of things as well on tomorrow's show. Right here on this Wednesday edition, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens 7 or X. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Wednesday. I'll see you next time.